films and teams and things and films films and teams and things and films what's up everybody you're on with films and things coming to you live from 24/7 AM radio network thank you so much for tuning in and can i just say for all the hustlers and go-getters and dream catchers out there keep on dreaming your dream and hustling that hustle because if it's something that you're truly happy doing and you can see something of it come through stick with it keep praying and manifest that shit no matter how hard it gets keep pushing i promise you you will get there just keep pushing I got some really really great news um over the week and I wish I could share it with you but all I can say is that it's something that you may or may not see in the future. I know that's extremely vague and I'm sorry but that is the way of the game. <laughs> but just know that this is low key a big break in my career. So, today I have great and must hear shoutouts and a dope discussion on the makings of great crime slash detective series and a short convo with a special guest. Stay tuned. For my first announcement, as you know, the show Films and Tings, my show, is airing on 247amradionetwork.com. So please go to that website, 247amradionetwork.com. Like I said before, it's a black-owned and run radio network and you can listen to my shows live there. All you got to do is go to the website 247amradionetwork.com <laughs> and then go to the shows tab, scroll all the way down, you'll see my show Films and Tings. There you can click on a link that says my page, which will directly link you to the shows page. When I'm airing, you can click on listen live and then it opens a separate browser for you where you can listen to just my show. And there's also another button that you can listen to previous episodes. So go nuts. There is now a submission center for all of your submissions, inquiries, suggestions. Go onto the my page on films and tings on 247amradionetwork.com and submit your submission. For my next shout out, I have to shout out this place because I've been addicted for the last couple of months. It's super new. It's called Sopa di Fideo. Sopa di Fideo. If you know Austin, it's a hub for food trucks and this is a brand new one that popped up and I just had to tell you guys about it. Trebon. And it's locally and family owned. So please support this new small business right here in North Austin off of the Arboretum. You will not be disappointed. It is so damn good. My next shout out goes to this new black owned brand. If you haven't heard of it before, it's called the All Love brand. They cater to everybody and no one is ever left out. They all get love and have the opportunity to rock the brand. They make sure that they have something for everyone. The founders are Byron Edwards and Devin Williams. You can follow their Instagram at the All Love Brand. That's at the All Love Brand. If you missed this amazing single an episode ago by Kenny, please listen to it. She's a new underground artist and it's Kenny, K I N N Y. 
you can actually tune in to 24-7 AM radio here where it will play live and it's also on her SoundCloud. So please check it out. It's truly a vibe and it's beautifully written and sung. Tomorrow's coming too fast I'm so scared that I'ma crash Hit the dash Wondering where the cash at Wondering where the bag's at Looking at my cash app I'm past that The weed been making money off me Cause I can't seem to take the time it takes To see my vices take control of me I'm still in recovery mm -hmm. From things I'm still discovering Isn't that just amazing? It's such a bop. <laughs> now please give a big round of applause to my special guest, Brie, AKA my little sister. 
Thank you so much for being on the show today, Brie. I know you're not a big movie watcher, but you love crime dramas, right? And I thought this would be a great idea to pick apart what makes a great crime drama. So everybody, welcome, Brie. Thank you. Thank you, Sharda, for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about my favorite thing to watch on TV. The only thing you watch on TV. That is very true. (laughs) So, I mean, what, just like a little bit about yourself, what even like got you into it? I know why, but like tell everybody else why you got into watching, you know, crime dramas and the types that you, that are your favorites. Okay, yeah. So I've always been interested in science and like the process of um, the defecation of different organisms as they like decay that process that they go to and that sounds very morbid but you know to me it's a scientific process so it's super interesting and um, when I was really young I started watching um, a show called Psych which was like an investigative mm-hmm. crime show I wonder how you started watching that <laughs> definitely you know you introduced me that was the first you know that was the little what really got me that was a gateway drug per se and then after I started watching that I branched off into watching my own crime shows as I got older so now like I'm a really huge fan of Bones and like Criminal Minds is probably like they're fighting for the number one spot in my head right now you know Law and Order SVU Leverage it's not so much dealing with forensics but that's also crime so and also what I'm studying in school right now you know it definitely goes it falls in line with that so it's definitely interesting to me Cool. What are you studying in school? So right now I am majoring in forensic neuroscience, but I'm hoping to change that more so to forensic uh, psychiatry within the next few weeks here. But I do love the forensic science field. Ooh, yes. I don't know if you remember, but like way, way, way back before I was even in school and many people don't know this about me, but I wanted to be a forensic scientist. You remember when I was really into CSI? Yes. Um, and then I realized uh, I can't be around blood. So, yeah, I know. There it I is. remember. Mm-hmm. But I, I, that is something that got me into it as well. And um, Psych is definitely, I, I, Psych is a special show for me because it's not your typical run of the mill crime drama because it's definitely a comedy. And the relationships in there, if you haven't watched Psych, you definitely need to check it out. The dynamic between Sean and Gus is my absolute favorite. And the actors are great and the psych movies are great. So we, my sister and I have bonded over this show and movies since it came out. <laughs> True, we have. <laughs> so other than like the medical parts, I guess I would say uh, in this forensic part of crime dramas, what's your favorite part about watching them what, while you're watching them? Um, my favorite part about it, the parts that I really look to are those really small snippets, snippets of like that satirical humor or like there's that dark humor. Um, for Psych specifically, they use a lot of like 80s like references, like they reference <laughs> yeah. a lot of characters from 80s music and 80s movies. And I love 80s music and 80s movies. And I think that's mm-hmm. hilarious because you have to, you know, have an understanding of the content in order to like really get the jokes. Um, Same thing with, like, Criminal Minds and Leverage. They'll use very, like, witty, like, sarcastic, underhanded jokes, kind of a little bit of dark humor mixed in there to, like, occasionally lighten up the episode so it's not completely morbid the whole time. Mm -hmm. I think that's, like, my favorite aspect of the show, aside from, like, the forensic part. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I love how 
these type of shows, if you notice like the more serious crime dramas, they use the more like satirical and um, the dark comedy in those type of shows. But then like when it comes to psych, they use a lot of slapstick, which I love because it's so unique to its genre because it's not mm -hmm. just a crime drama, but it's a crime drama comedy. But yeah, the comedy is definitely like a hidden gem. Absolutely, I agree. <clears throat> so my next question for you is, you know, with your studies and with your amount of knowledge in medical science and things of that nature, how do you think this could like make or break a show's credibility? Ooh, that is a good one. <laughs> so for me, certain shows, it has to do with like, the chain of events or like the chronological timeline in which the like murder or whatever the case may be whatever the crime may be when that happens versus when they solve the crime because like based on today's forensic and just realistic like how we solve crimes in general it doesn't happen in a 24-hour period and you know <laughs> the fbi doesn't fly out a special behavioral analysis team to different tiny tiny cities with a population of 50 people for a random homicide that like maybe the string of something else like i just don't think the way they show how our government resources are allotted in these crime shows i don't think it is very um accurate like for example yeah. in bones <clears throat> bones is a nickname that he gave his partner she's a forensic anthropologist that works at the jeffersonian in dc and he's an fbi agent you know in everyday life they most definitely would not be paired together as partners <laughs> let alone have her carry a gun because she <laughs> is not a certified government agent but you know they make it work in the show and it works for the show but those small things are things that i'm like okay yeah that's not realistic i think the only crime show that I would watch would be like pretty consistently realistic the whole time would be law and order SVU. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i feel like there's definitely a fine line between like making it work for the show and then it being like full-on bullshit you know just like okay right really <laughs> right exactly and this is like I guess like my last big question and I feel like I, t I think about this a lot just when I watch this or these type of dramas or crime dramas something I've noticed um at least in this specific tv series there's a lack of POC representation in a lot of them in both the cast and the crew and sometimes there's like a token character you know who's like one of the main characters but they're pretty flat usually and that and I'll say this for Psych at least, that's not the case. Um, maybe not, they don't have enough POC characters, but at least Gus, he's very dynamic in terms of, you know, character development. But the only other show I know that's a little bit more diverse and I haven't gotten a chance to watch it is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Have you seen that before? I've seen maybe one or two episodes. I, you know, one of my best friends really tried to get me into that. But no, I haven't seen too much of that particular show. But did, would you agree or disagree? Like there's not enough representation in these types in this specific genre? No, I completely agree. That's why I watch the specific crime shows that I do because most of the cast, at least that's on the show, it's an amalgam of not just personalities, but of different, you know, racial backgrounds and different histories as well as genders and sexual orientation like that doesn't like affect the characters and none of those characters essentially are flat. They're very dynamic characters. So that's why I watch the shows that I do. But in terms of like representation as a whole for the genre, yeah, it's very scarce. Yeah, I agree. And I think 
we can start making a push towards more of that representation being included, you know? I think we're starting well, to get there. Yeah, like Murder, She Wrote, um, that is also one of my, like, favorite, favorite, favorite Classic. series that was on TV. Like, Viola Davis, for one, is a queen, we all know. But, like, you know, her acting oh, you mean top uh, here. You mean um, How to Get Away with Murder? Yes, yes, yes. that's the show. That's that the show was insane. Like, I would have never expected her to play a role like that or to have, like, a show like that. Yes. So that was, like, one of my favorites. But, you know, it, it wasn't along for a long time. And the other shows that they do have that have that, you know, character representation for the minority and POC community, I don't see them, like, on TV for a long time. Like, um, there's this show called The Oval Office, but I don't really, it's very, like, unfamiliar to me. I hear mm -hmm. it on, like, you know, commercials and things like that. So, yeah, I would definitely love to see more of that. I would yeah, that's, love that. That's very true. Yeah, because with um, How to Get Away with Murder, that was that's pretty recent in the time of like all these other shows. Like, because I feel like all these crime dramas have like 10 plus, 20 plus seasons. Yeah, you know? they've been on for like over Forever. and ever. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, I like yeah. them, but I mean, it's time to like add in some flavor, you know, get the a real reflection of the world or a better right. reflection of the world. Absolutely, I agree. Well, thank you so much, Bree, for talking to me a little bit about your favorite and only thing you watch. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love talking about it. So anytime. I appreciate your time. Thank you. If you missed the list of crime drama series that we talked about briefly, Psych, which is one of my personal favorites, you will not be disappointed. It's hilarious and it's intriguing. Leverage. Criminal Minds, Bones, CSI Miami, Grimm, which I don't believe we spoke about, but it's very good. And it's supernatural. If you haven't gotten into it or heard about it, give it a shot. Definitely watch the first couple of episodes. Then there was Murder, She Wrote, which is an oldie classic. If you haven't seen it, it's on cable sometimes, or I'm definitely, I'm positive you could find it somewhere. And... A classic and longtime show, which is still going, I believe, Law & Order SVU. Now, a longtime running show, which I'm surprised, but it's, it's a great show, other than the subject matter, which is very hard to stomach at times, uh, so trigger warning, but it's Law & Order SVU. So, for today, I also wanted to get into what makes a great crime drama. And just really think about that. If you even watch them at all, or if you don't, I'm sure there's something for everyone out there. First on the list, I believe the protagonist is one of the crucial and key points in a crime drama. I mean, I know it's obvious, but why? You know, think about it. I believe that a great protagonist or a well-written protagonist, I shall say in a script, is a competent and capable one. One that the audience can trust that not only can handle themselves, but can handle the situation in the long run. One who is intelligent and has moxie and even has a bit of uniqueness or a lot of uniqueness to them. If you've seen the show Monk, that's also another great show. Um, characters that have a backstory or a tragedy or physical or even mental and spiritual attributes that make them pop out and make them the protagonist and the hero. Next is the focus of the show, a trope or a niche. So just think about certain ways or just the way that a certain show will 
reveal something or the progression the progression of the episode how they reveal that and through what channels through what tropes or even um a focus of a show could be a niche like for example psych if you haven't watched it i'm not going to spoil anything or try not to but it's pretty prevalent if you just read the description of the show but sean is uh pretending to be a psychic but it's a little bit more complicated than that and that's why you need to watch the show but his niche is that he's a psychic and that's the whole show that's the whole uh foundation of the show and how it works with his partner slash best friend gus next is a believable environment for the crime to have been committed and the matter of which the police or FBI or whatever the law enforcement involved is taking care of the matter and solving the crime itself. So believability, you know, um, and like Bree mentioned before, making sure certain aspects are identifiable and accurate to some degree. Next is misdirections. Um, if you don't know what a misdirection is in a show or a movie, it's something that leads the audience to believe something until they're sold and then switches it up and in end turns out that it wasn't true at all. That was a roundabout way of me telling you it's a way for a movie or show to trick the audience into thinking something else, which is very key and helpful in crime dramas, suspense, thrillers, and horror movies. And in hand with misdirections is the suspense, which in a crime drama, leads the audience to be anxious or leads the audience into an anxious situation. So I think that misdirections and suspense go hand in hand, just like the uh, great filmmaker, Alfred Hitchcock, he was the master of suspense. So, and he was very well known for using misdirection and suspense as one. So I think a lot of those elements to make a great crime show Fear is the next topic. So something that compels the viewer to be wary of the antagonist or the antagonistic situation. So obviously in any type of crime show, it can't just be, you know, flowers and daisies and, you know, happy old good times. It's a crime show. So it's depicting crime in reality or, you know, a type of reality in some cases. <laughs> um, so. Of course, it's something they have to add elements of fear that can truly make someone in the real world afraid or has made someone afraid in the real world. And last but not least, in order for a great crime drama to really strike gold, I think um, they definitely need to have plot twists in hand with the misdirections that I mentioned before and cliffhangers, of course. So with the plot twists, you know, and misdirections in a crime drama, you want to always keep the audience guessing or at least trying to solve the crime on their own, especially for um, longer series that take the whole season to solve versus an episode like uh, Law & Order SVU or Psych or any of the other ones I mentioned. So I hope all of that gave you an idea of what it is to really make an audience or viewer love a crime drama or get sucked into it and watch a bajillion episodes. 
But I do believe the protagonist, the focus of the show, the believability of the environment, misdirections and suspense, the fear and plot twists and cliffhangers are major aspects in bringing these shows to life. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please use the submission box on the Films and Tings website on 247amradionetwork.com to send me suggestions on what you guys want to hear about. I appreciate the love and support. And I also may be having to take a brief hiatus in the near future due to this great news that I can't tell you about. But stay tuned for more. I will definitely let you know. Now it's time for the interesting fact of the day. So, you know, uh, most people, I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel that most people love the smell after it rains in most places, unless you're in New York and it smells like crap, but it's, it's the truth. Sometimes it smells good, but most of the time it doesn't smell good. Every other place after it rains, it has this just pleasant, just glorious smell. And did you know that it has a name? It's called a petrichor, and it comes from an oil plant's exude that dries on the ground. When it rains, the oil combines with a byproduct from a type of bacteria to produce the smell. So that's the smell that you guys enjoy so much. Last but not least, um, if you haven't checked out my website, my little shop on redbubble.com, if you search Sharda Karim, you will find all the little prints on these customized items like canvas bags, t-shirts, masks, a bunch of different things, and all the prints I photograph myself, and the focus of the page is nature photography. So if you enjoy nature photography, or you know people that do and like things, bags, shirts, whatever with that on there, hit up redbubble.com and look up Sharda Karim. Thank you so much for an awesome episode, guys. Love, peace out. Films and teams and things and films. Films and teams and teams.